Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I almost didn't record this episode. I almost took this week off because I just started my moon cycle today. I'm feeling so sleepy. I've just been laying in bed all day, working here here and there, reading books. I am literally laying in my bed in my underwear right now. And I just felt these downloads coming through that I felt were really important to share this week. It, it just feels so alive in the collective energy right now and felt really potent and important for me to share because I've been noticing so many patterns, especially in my one-on-one coaching calls and my mastermind calls and my mastermind foxer, people who are messaging me. It's I'm feeling that everyone is experiencing a lot of the same themes right now and it feels important to speak on it because they're also themes that I have been experiencing and moving through in my life as well. And I want to talk about what it means to manifest your desires and what it means when I say that you're safe to follow your deepest desires. And one of my mantras, I guess, that I live by is that when you take action in the direction of devotion to your deepest desires and highest inspiration, you are always rewarded. But what I don't guarantee by this is it means that you're rewarded with the actual desire that you are taking action on right? With the desire that you thought you desired. And here's what I mean by this is our personality, our conscious mind, our ego thinks it knows what it wants, right? And these are our conscious desires that we have awareness of. Now, God, universe, source, spirit, highest self doesn't always have the same desires for us as our conscious mind, as our personality does. A lot of our personality is built on our conditioning, our programming, the world around us, our shadow. There's a lot of unconscious factors that go into these desires that we don't even realize. So we don't actually always know when our desire is in complete alignment with what God wants for us or with what our highest self or universe wants for us. And so this is why it is so important to have discernment and also to have a sense of detachment when manifesting. Right, Because when we say, all right, like I feel really inspired to manifest X, Y, Z, and then we move toward it, what can happen? This is where people get tripped up is when they begin to attempt to manipulate or micromanage reality. They say, this is what I want to manifest. This is my deepest desire, and I will only be okay when this desire manifests. And then what happens is we internalize this sense of pressure of this is the one thing I need to manifest this. This is my desire. This is what's going to make me happy. I have to have this. 
And then when we don't get the person, when we don't get the job, when we don't get the career, when the money doesn't come right away, whatever it might be, when that doesn't happen, we fall to pieces because we've attached a sense of worth to it. We've made it be that one thing that we need. We put it on this pedestal. And then you might, you might say, well, Kristen, I took action in the direction of my deepest desire and my highest inspiration, and I wasn't rewarded because I didn't get what I wanted. But that's not what I mean. It is safe to always follow your inspiration, to always follow your intuition, and your deepest desires and highest inspiration will always lead you down your highest path, the path of accelerated growth toward where you're meant to be, the path of highest fulfillment, deepest bliss, the most love. However, sometimes God, universe, highest self, whatever word resonates with you, is going to use your conscious desires to guide you toward your highest path, even though your highest path may not be the same one that your personality thinks is your highest path, right? Let's say, you know, spirit has this incredible life planned out for you, this incredible path where there's even more love than you're able to imagine right now, even more bliss, even more abundance, But that timeline is so good that your mind is not even able to consciously imagine or visualize it yet or even think of it because it's so far outside of what you've ever experienced, right? Our mind is only really able to ever imagine things that we've already experienced, right? So we know how good our life has already gotten and we don't know what it feels like for life to be way fucking better than what we've already experienced, So when we try to imagine what we think we desire, we're actually limited. We're like, we have this glass ceiling. We have this limitation of what we're able to actually imagine for ourselves and feel as real and actually go after because we have no idea what our life would look like or what it would feel like to expand past where we've been. So we might think we know what's best for us. We might think we know what makes us happy, but we actually don't. And this is why, you know, the surrender is so important. The universal freefall is so important. The trusting that you're guided is so important. Because it's only when you're able to put your ego aside and say, you know what? I'm excited by my plan and I'm going to go after it with everything in me. But I'm going to be okay if it doesn't work out the way I think it has to. I'm going to be okay if my manifestations don't come. It's going to hurt. There's going to be pain and rejection and loss. And I'm going to feel that. I'm willing to open my heart to all of that. But I know that if and when that does happen, there is something better than my mind is able to consciously imagine or visualize or grasp right now. And it's okay that I don't know what that is yet. But I know that it's coming. And even if my desires do manifest exactly how I desire them to, it gets to be even better than I'm able to imagine. That gets to play out in a way that is even more magical, even more miraculous than whatever I'm imagining in my mind. So when we're so tunnel vision, when we have that tunnel vision on what we think we want, and we're trying to force that reality, we're micromanaging the universe or micromanaging life, we're trying to manipulate everything to fit into our vision, we're limiting ourselves. We're holding ourselves back and where there's no more space for miracles. There's no more space for spirit to step in. There's no more space for us to be surprised, to be blown away. Are you creating energetic space for yourself to be completely surprised? It's important to have a vision. It's important to have direction. It's important to have, you know, to follow your excitement and to take intuitive action. 
but it's also important to detach from what it has to look like and where it has to lead you. Can you take inspired action from a space of devotion to your own authentic expression rather than from a space of devotion to the outcome? Can you take inspired action from a space of devotion to always moving toward your highest excitement and authentic expression knowing that that is your sense of freedom? When I say, you know what, I'm going to take this action. And yeah, a part of me does hope that I'm going to manifest the money or manifest the love or manifest the home or whatever it is. But my highest devotion right now when taking this action is to myself. I am devoted to following my highest excitement because I know that that brings me freedom. Freedom from the bonds of everything that's held me trapped for my entire life. When I say no, To everything around me telling me to follow society, follow logic, follow what your parents want, follow what your friends want, follow what society says is good for you. When I say no to all the bullshit and I say yes to myself and my authentic desire and my highest excitement, I am freeing myself. I am stepping into my worth. That vibration is magnetic. That vibration will attract you everything that you desire. Everything that your highest self desires for you. Everything that is actually better than what you think you desire. And so this is, you know, somewhat of the paradox. When we take action and devotion to the outcome, we create an attachment to the outcome that doesn't allow for miracles. But when we shift our action and intention to devotion to ourselves and devotion to our highest expression, devotion to our intuition, devotion to our own sense of freedom, then we can't fail. Because no matter the outcome, as long as we stay devoted to ourselves, to our highest expression in each moment, we won. We succeeded. Because there is no attachment to the outcome. Right? We're human. We're going to have emotions. We're going to be sad if our outcome doesn't manifest. But there's a difference between being sad and letting that create a desperation to take frantic action to fix it, to make things happen, whether it be to maintain a sense of worth that you're attaching to something outside of you or an obsession with making your exact manifestation happen because we think we'll only be happy when that specific manifestation shows up, whatever the reasoning is behind it, whatever the unconscious intention, that leads down a path of spiraling into our own traumas. That leads down a path of scarcity, of attracting from a place of lack. It means even if we do force manifest what we want with that energy and intention, when our desires show up, they're going to be disappointing. We're going to be left feeling empty inside and we're not going to know why. On the other hand, the manifestation doesn't show up and we allow ourselves to experience the sadness and the pain. And then we recalibrate to love. And we realize that even when we're at our worst, when we're on the floor, when we're a mess, when we have snot running out of our noses as we ugly cry on the floor of the bathroom, we are still magnetic and powerful. Because as long as you know your worth, as long as you know that even when you're on the floor of the bathroom with snot running down your face, ugly crying... You are worthy of everything you desire because spirit, God, universe, highest self, unconditional love 
right? God is unconditional love, which means that we are not more or less worthy based on our state of being. When we stop taking action from this place of, I'm not going to feel good enough unless, I'm not going to feel worthy unless I manifest this, unless I attract this success, unless I make this money. When we let go of that, when we surrender, when we're on our knees and we're saying, I don't know what's next. When everything falls apart, these are the most magical moments. If we can in that moment surrender it all and lean into the knowing that we are still loved, that we are still worthy, that we are still lovable, that we are still worthy of pride, that we're still worthy of attracting love, abundance, beauty, success, all of it. But sometimes we have to be brought to our knees first. Because when we're operating from our shadows or we're operating from these really small stories around worthiness or attachments to external things to feel safe, when we're operating from those small spaces, but we're asking life for so much more, we have no choice. Like we have no choice but to be brought to our knees. Because if we are allowed to continue to operate from that space, we're never going to attract what we desire. We might attract what our personality thinks we want, but that's not going to bring us what our soul wants. It's not going to bring us the fulfillment, the love, the bliss. It's going to bring us the physical things along with an empty void. And no physical thing, no achievement can fill the void, can actually bring you what your soul is actually seeking, even though your personality thinks it'll be achieved through these external things. And so we have a choice, right? We can choose to let go of the control now and surrender and let go of what we think needs to happen. Or we can continue operating in our small stories and then life will have no other option but to bring us to our knees. To force us against a wall so we have no choice but to surrender. Because the highest path that you're asking for can only come through a deep internal surrender. And if we're not willing to go there on our own, we will be brought there. It is safe to let go. And, you know, it can be scary to let go of what we think is control. Right? It's like we like to micromanage life because we feel safer. We feel like if I can control the outcome, I don't have to worry about feeling pain. I can feel safe. And knowing that I don't have to experience any pain. I'm going to feel safe in upholding this facade that I have on. I can feel safe in this personality I've created for myself. I can feel safe knowing that the money is going to come. The love is going to come. The house is going to come. I can uphold the sense of worthiness that I have that I've attached to these things. I can feel safe in knowing that I'm going to control these outcomes. I don't have to worry about my fragile sense of worthiness. That's what's really going on on an unconscious level. But the thing is, our sense of control is really just an illusion of control. And we think that when we let go of control, we're going to lose our sense of safety. But the truth is, when you let go of the illusion of control, you're not losing safety. But it will destroy the illusion of safety that you thought you had. 
but it's only when you destroy or let go of the illusion of safety that you welcome in actual soul level safety, which can only come from within and from your connection to your highest self and to source, to spirit, to God, to universe. Okay, so here's the other paradox. There's like, I feel like everything I speak on is always a paradox because nothing is black and white the way we're taught it is. Here's the paradox. You have to let go of safety to actually feel safe. But the safety you're letting go of was never real safety. It was simply an illusion of safety that you projected on external things. But nothing outside of you, nothing external can actually ever bring you safety because nothing is permanent. There is an impermanence to everything. And you have to ask yourself, what am I holding on to? What is my illusion of safety that I'm unwilling to let go of? Is it me holding on to money that I know would be put to better use somewhere else? Is it me holding on to a partner that I know isn't really aligned with me anymore? Is it me holding on to a career, a job, a life path that doesn't feel aligned anymore? Where am I holding on to something in my life? Where am I unwilling to let go of something? out of fear that I won't be safe on the other side? Where am I protecting my illusion of safety in lieu of real, authentic safety that can only come from our relationship with ourselves and the divine? When you're willing to let go of your illusion of safety, when you let go of the money and you trust, when you let go of the partner and you trust, when you let go of the career and you trust, when you can't see the next step, but you leap anyways. This is you letting go of control. This is you allowing yourself to be supported, to receive. This is when you become magnetic. Because if we're not opening to receive, there could be miracles and abundance and love trying to flow our way, but we're blocked off from actually being able to receive it. Because... You know, it's so easy to fall into this. I can do it on my own. I don't need help. But the truth is, we do need help. We do need support. And we're not meant to do it on our own. We're not meant to control everything and plan everything and lead everything. We're meant to be guided. We're meant to be flowing through life with a lot more ease. And that doesn't mean that it gets to be easy, but there gets to be ease in it. There gets to be less forcing, less manipulating, less burnout, less stress, less overwhelm, more allowing. I mean, just check in with your body right now. How much tension are you holding on to? Like take a deep breath right now. Just imagine that weight falling off your shoulders. You don't need to hold it. You don't need to be in charge of everything in your life. Let it go. You can surrender it. The entire universe is here to support you. Your highest self is trying to lead you, trying to guide you. A source is pouring into you unconditional love and miracles. But if you're still controlling, holding on to what you think your life needs to look like, or unwilling to let go of something that is creating a false sense of safety for you, you're holding on to the vibration of, I don't need help, I've got this. And when someone says to you, I don't need help, I've got this, 
you walk away, right? Even if you know they don't got it, you still walk away. You respect them. You're not going to swoop in and, and continue to attempt to support them. They're just going to get angry and freak out and push you away. This is what's happening in your life. If you're demanding that you've got this, you've got the vision, you've got the plan, you've got control, that you don't need support, you don't need guidance, you don't need to be held, great. Your wishes will be respected. But that's not where the magic happens. That's not where the miracles flow in. If you want to be supported, if you want to be guided, if you want to co-create with God, with source, with universe, you have to make space for that. You can say you want that, but if you have wishy-washy energy and you're still holding on to control, time to hand over the reins. And that does not by any means mean that you're not taking action and that you're just laying around waiting for things to show up. It does mean you're taking action in the direction of your desires at all times and you're trusting your intuition and moving through fear. You're putting your highest desires and and your inspiration, your intuition above everything, above fear, above logic, above reason, above the opinions of others, that you're letting go of what it needs to look like. And you're allowing the possibility of failure. You're allowing the possibility of rejection. You're allowing the possibility of things not going your way because you know that you're always rewarded when you act in devotion to your deepest desires. And it's not up to you. It's not up to our minds to know whether our desires are aligned with our soul's desires. We don't need to know that. We just need to trust that what is absolutely best for us will always play out when we follow our intuition and we act on our desires and our inspiration. You will never be led wrong. That is your North Star. That is your roadmap to your most fulfilled life. But you have to be willing to release to receive. There is no receiving without releasing. And by releasing, it could be what I mentioned before. It could be money. It could be a relationship. It could be an attachment. It could be an emotion. It could be an identity. It could be anything. And most likely, something is coming to your mind right now, and you already know what it is, but you're scared. But the thing about releasing is it always feels like we're losing something when we release, when we let go, when we purge. But the truth is it's not possible to lose because every time you think you're losing something, you're actually gaining something which is so much more magical than the thing that you think you're losing. But your conscious mind, your personality won't be able to grasp this concept yet. But just know that it's safe to let go. You're not losing anything. You're just making space. You're recalibrating for everything that's coming. It is safe to let go. It is safe to let go. It is safe to let go. Nothing meant to be in your life will require a tight grip. Nothing meant to be in your life can be coerced by force. Nothing meant to be in your life can pass you by when you are in alignment. When you are committed to your own authentic expression, to your devotion, to your desires, to your inspiration, to your intuition, above all else. What is meant for you will not pass you by when you are co-creating with God, when you are choosing surrender over control. 
And the truth is, it's okay to get tired of surrendering. It's okay to surrender and surrender and surrender. And then to feel angry that your manifestations still haven't showed up. It's okay to feel frustrated. Like, what is going on, universe? Why are you doing this to me? I'm doing all the things right. I'm surrendering. I'm feeling my emotions. And nothing is here. I've done everything. I've taken the scary action. I've spent the money. I've hired the mentors. Where is it? It's okay to be angry. I feel like especially as women, if you identify as a woman and you're listening to this, we're taught so often that our anger is not welcome. We're conditioned to gaslight ourselves, to repress our own anger. Say, I shouldn't feel angry. I should be grateful. You know what? Get fucking angry. It's okay. And you know, universe can take it. God can take it. Source can take it. Your anger is welcome. And oftentimes, the actual embodied surrender that you're looking for comes on the other side of expressing your rage. It's okay that you're upset. It's okay that you're frustrated that things haven't worked out for you yet. And it's not fair that you had to work that hard and things still didn't shift. But until you actually allow yourself to validate your anger and your rage and to experience it, it's going to stay within you. And continue, you're going to continue to hold that vibration within you, which will continue to attract more scenarios that will make you feel stuck and attempts to trigger that rage out of you. That rage has to go somewhere. It has to be transmuted so that you can attract what you're desiring, right? So we can raise your vibration. So let that rage out. Have a sacred tantrum. Punch your bread. Punch your bed. Whatever you have to do. Scream at the world. Scream at the universe. Scream at God. Blame him. Do whatever you have to do. And then when you've exhausted your anger and your rage and your grief and your sadness and your frustration with the world and how unfair the world has been to you, right? You're allowed to be a victim. Everyone says, don't be a victim. Don't go into victim mode. You're the savior of your life. Well, you are. And we don't want to stay in victim mode right we don't want to get stuck there and create an identity out of it but we're allowed to go there for a moment to feel to process to validate the anger and the sadness and the grief of our inner child let yourself go there you're allowed to be angry and then we get to come back to love and then we get to come back and say all right And with that said, I still know that I'm on the right path and that I'm guided and that everything I desire is coming and more. Because surrender isn't something that we can think our way to. We can only feel our way there. It's something that's embodied. And we can't embody it if there are emotions that are blocking us from getting there. If we're not fully feeling whatever is present for us, if we're gaslighting ourselves, we're also blocking ourselves from a deeply embodied surrender. And you can try to think all day long of all the reasons why you know that you should feel peaceful and surrendered and your manifestations are coming and divine timing and blah, 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 blah. That is all great and wonderful, but the mindset work will only get you halfway. You can only feel your way to surrender. And so if the universe is bringing you to your knees right now, open your heart to it. If you're being triggered in some massive way in your life right now, open your heart to it and through it. This is your surrender. 
when there's so much chaos or pain or confusion or uncertainty that there's nothing you can do but give it up and say, I don't know. My mind can't logically think my way through this. Your only option is an embodied surrender. And that is where the magic happens. And if right now you feel like things are leaving your life, opportunities, people, relationships, places, environments, whatever it might be, you're being invited not only to surrender, but also to ask yourself, who am I without these things? Who am I outside of this relationship? Who am I outside of this environment? Who am I outside of this money if money left you, if success isn't there? Whatever is leaving your life right now, you're being asked to look at your self-worth in that area. And what ways have I, have I been attaching my sense of worth, my feelings of, of being worthy and lovable and enough? In what ways have I been attaching that to this thing, this person, this relationship, this environment? Who am I outside of that? Who am I if everything was burned away? If all the success and the money and the home and the relationships, the community, if all of that was gone... Who are you? Do you still feel worthy? Do you still feel lovable? What in your life do you have an attachment to for your own sense of worth? And there's no shame in this. We all have things. And there's layers to working through it. And it doesn't mean that you need to give something up to work through an attachment to it. But anywhere in your life that you have an attachment in order to maintain a sense or a facade of worthiness or enoughness externally, wherever that may be blocking you from manifesting what you desire in your life, that is going to be burned away. There's going to be a forced separation or release if it's not worked through first. So with that said, whatever right now is leaving your life, who are you without that? You're being invited to love all of you and all of the ways that you feel unlovable without that person, place, thing, experience. And you're not going to believe this. Literally, as I was saying this, not even five seconds ago, I happened to look out my window and see my my ex walk by. I cannot make this shit up. (laughs) So now you all know one of the things that I've been asked to let go of, right? And there's been many things over the past few months as my life has shifted and my life has truly shifted. I feel for the first time in my life, I mean, I feel the most content I ever have, right? This happens over and over in my life. Life gets to continue getting better and better and better. And I feel really content in my life right now. And it's come after periods of release and release and release and letting go and letting go and letting go of people, of relationships, of attachments, of ideas about what my life had to look like. And I realized that right now my life looks nothing like what I had planned a year ago, but it is so much better. I realized that I needed a lot less than I thought I needed. I was searching for all of these external things when everything that I really needed was within me the whole time. And I always knew that and I always preached that to a sense, but I've embodied it on a deeper, deeper, deeper level. And that's what I want for everyone. I want everyone to feel how I'm feeling in my life right now. Right? There's still a lot of challenge and chaos and pain and triggers. 
I was just deeply triggered this weekend by something. I've been processing it all week and moving through it, and it's been painful. But life has also been really beautiful and miraculous and wonderful. And all of the pain has a purpose, and I know what's coming. And because I know how to open myself up and to move through these things, to surrender through them, this is how I know that the quantum shifts are coming. Every time I'm sent contrast in my life, I'm triggered. Yeah, it sucks and it's painful, but I also get excited because I know what that means. The expansion always follows the contraction and the speed with which the expansion follows and the height of the expansion is dependent upon your willingness and your ability to have the courage to surrender through the contraction, which is not an easy task. Which is why I always have mentors I'm working with. And which is why this is one of my favorite things to mentor people on, right? If you feel like you're in the void or you're going through it or doors are closing or you're just kind of wanting to get to that next level in your life but nothing you're doing is working or you don't know what that direction is, this is my specialty. If you are in the void or if you're just wanting that next level in your life and uncertain of how to get there or you want to embody a deeper surrender but you don't know how, I am opening one more one-on-one VIP one-on-one container, which is my three-month package. I only take on a few clients at a time because my clients are my soulmate clients. They become soul sisters. A lot of them become close friends. And it has to be a full body yes on both sides because I know that all my clients, like we have soul contracts together. If we end up working together, our souls decided this for us long before we incarnated. And so I give my everything to my clients. I only take on a few VIP clients at a time. And I do feel a few souls are ready to come into my space. I am feeling into your energy. I feel your magic. I'm excited to meet you. If you feel the call, you'll know because working with me is not a decision you make in your mind, in your logical thinking brain. It's a choice you feel in your entire body because your soul, your intuition will guide you there. If we are contracted to work together in any way, I'm excited to meet you. If you feel the call, send me a DM on Instagram at Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore or apply with the application. Uh, The link is in the show notes or in my bio on Instagram. And if you feel the call to work with me but don't feel ready for a high-level container, I'm also opening two 30-day Voxer coaching containers, which means voice and text coaching unlimited from me Monday through Friday for 30 days. You basically get me in your pocket to coach you through whatever it is that you're experiencing or, or wanting to experience. Voxer is extremely potent and powerful and one of my favorite parts of working with my clients. My mastermind is not currently enrolling, but will be. If you're interested in my mastermind, which is a really potent, powerful group, small group of women, that will be enrolling in a few weeks, but the waitlist is also in the show notes. And if you're newer to the manifestation journey and you want something smaller, I have a self-led course, BAA, which is my manifestation course. If you want to learn the basics of manifesting everything you desire, Uh, That is also enrolling right now. The link is also in the show notes for that. And as usual, I love it when you all share and tag me on Instagram, when you share it with friends and family who you think might resonate. It means the world to me. It really, 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 really does. It means the world to me when I receive the feedback from all of you. 
And it also means the world when you leave me honest reviews on iTunes. I get chills and I usually cry when I catch up on those and I read them. And I ask you to only leave a review if you really do feel inspired to and if the podcast really has touched you. And with all of that said, I love you. Thank you for being here and listening. And I'll see you next week.